Now on WCHL, a page from D.G. Martin's Notebook. Knowing that my roots are in Mecklenburg County, some people are asking me what I think about the demonstrations down there that protested the fatal shooting of Keith Lamont Scott by a police officer and drew national attention to Charlotte. Not the kind of attention that the proud city welcomes, even craves, to show it as a progressive, pragmatic, diverse, open, and good place for all to live and work. Well, looking back, um, when I was there, I remember a time when another time when Charlotte was in trouble. In 1977, as public schools having desegregated pursuant to court direction, were still reeling and losing community support. The school board hired. Jay Robinson, to serve as superintendent of schools. But instead of complaining about all the problems facing Charlotte-Mecklenburg schools, Robinson talked about the good things. Later, he told me that he believed that if you focused on the good things happening, it was easier to get people to work for even more good things. He looked for non-confrontational ways to bring diverse views into the conversation. And another leader who taught me about the value of optimism and communication in dealing with the challenges of race was the late Bill Johnson, who was the editor of the Charlotte Post, which serves the African-American community. He became my friend and my client. He was always seeking ways to improve the lives of African-Americans in Charlotte. At the same time that he was educating me and the community, he was talking about the latent prejudices that many white people, including me, took with them. He scolded me once for saying that I thought blacks were naturally better basketball players than whites. He said that if whites grew up in the same circumstances on ghetto playgrounds, they would be just as good. And his unspoken message was, if blacks were growing up in the same circumstances as white in affluent homes and schools, there would be no achievement gaps. In dealing with the challenges of race and racism today, Charlotte has an extraordinary advantage over other cities. It was the home of Julius Chambers, who emerged in the 1960s and 70s as the nation's leading African-American civil rights attorney. As a result of his and his law firm's tenacious attacks on racial discrimination, Charlotte faced and demolished many of the legal and social barriers that kept blacks from full participation. A new UNC press book, uh, Julius Chambers, A Life in the Legal Struggle for Civil Rights by Richard Rosen and Joseph Mosier, coming out later this year, shows how Chambers' persistence, unwelcome as it was then, ultimately paid off for Charlotte and its citizens. But not enough, Chambers would say, if he were still alive. Still, by celebrating pride in Charlotte's progress thus far, as Jay Robinson would suggest, by gently confronting our latent prejudices, as Bill Johnson taught me, and by encouraging Julius Chambers' successors to confront injustice at every corner, Charlotteans can regain and sustain their city's deserved re- reputation for progress and tolerance. This is D.G. Martin.